a new global state of co-living report is out and hundreds of digital nomads are headed south of the border. This is Digital Nomad News. Hello and welcome to Digital Nomad News, your source for breaking news on technology, remote work, and travel. I'm your host, Kristen Wilson, the owner of Traveling with Kristen and Digital Nomad TV, where we're creating content to help you thrive in a location-independent lifestyle. If you're a freelancer, founder, remote worker, or digital nomad, you're in the right place. So make sure to subscribe for weekly videos and live streams to help you stay on the cutting edge of the remote work field. Today in travel, the organizers of Nomad Summit, the world's largest conference for digital nomads and remote workers, is headed to Mexico. The event will take place in Cancun on October 12th and 13th. Nomad Summit began in Chiang Mai, Thailand a few years ago and has since held an event in Las Vegas as well, welcoming up to 400 aspiring and experienced digital nomads at a time. Attendees take part in talks, workshops, and pool parties, among other fun activities. Their upcoming event is sponsored by Safety Wing, the travel and medical insurance company for digital nomads that we covered on episode one of Digital Nomad News, and it will be held at a Selena property in Cancun. We covered Selena's UK expansion in a recent show as well. For more on those companies, check out the links in the description. And now Nomad Summit's founder, Johnny FD, joins us for more. Welcome, Johnny. Hey, Kristen. Thank you so much for having me on. And hello to everyone watching out there. Tell us a little bit about the history of Nomad Summit. When did you start it and why? The Nomad Summit actually came about at a bar. There's been a lot of digital nomad meetups nowadays. So wherever you go in the world, I'm sure you can find a small digital nomad meetup uh, or even a conference maybe, especially in popular places like in Thailand or in Bali or in Lisbon, Portugal, kind of all dotted around the world. But five years ago, uh, there was really not a big community anywhere, even in Chiang Mai, the mecca or the hub of digital nomads. And we would have these small you know, get-togethers and gatherings all the time but it was almost always at a bar with live, you know, loud music, usually live music, lots of drinks, and it was a ton of fun. And I, and I saw that it would slowly grow. In the beginning, in 2013, we would have maybe 10 people show up, then 12, 15 maybe. And one day, I think we had like 20 people, or maybe even 30 people, at this really loud rock bar. And it was a great time. It was the first time I really felt surrounded by other entrepreneurs who were traveling, and we didn't even really call ourselves digital nomads at the time, but it was just a, a term that had just started. The movement had really just started getting popular. And I remember thinking, this is such an amazing event to be at, but also a place in the world that we are all in another country in Thailand, but we're meeting each other and everyone's from all around the world. Everyone has different businesses. We can learn so much from each other. And I remember walking around the, the bar you know, with a drink in my hand, I think it was a whiskey, and saying, you know, saying to people, hey, how cool would it be if we all got together, rented a nice hotel conference room somewhere with a microphone and a projector so we can, you know, like have a quiet place to be able to interact and let's learn from each other. I'm sure every single person in this room has something to offer. And I'm sure there's some people who are really successful 
that have you know like a really big impact that we can teach each other and the first five people i remember would say like oh yeah you know like it sounds like it's gonna be a lot of work to do or like oh we don't really need that you know we have these meetups but it was in my mind i knew it would be something really really helpful and, and useful for people so i just kept asking i remember maybe it was a sixth or seventh person finally said yeah that sounds like a great idea you should do it and i thought yeah I should do this. <laughs> so this will be your first Nomad Summit in Mexico. Can you tell us why you chose Cancun specifically and what the Cancun, Playa del Carmen, Riviera Maya region offers for digital nomads and remote workers? Yeah, so the reason why we chose Cancun, Mexico this time, so we're still going to have our main conference January 2020 in Chiang Mai. We've had it every single year there for the last five years, and it's a big event there. You know, last last two years we've had 400 people show up each year, so it's a really big event. It's kind of the mecca. January is a great time to be in Chiang Mai because the weather is great. It's not too hot. It's not cold. The air is amazing, and there's just a ton of nomads in town. A lot for the digital, you know, a lot of digital nomads for the Nomad Summit. But instead of making people wait an entire year to be able to get together to network to come to a Nomad Summit conference. We decided, hey, let's have one uh, in the middle of the year. We're trying to make it a bit earlier, but you know, this time it is going to be October, so you know, a good uh, few months before uh, Chiang Mai. And the reason why we chose Cancun is because Mexico is one of those countries that it, it hits the bucket list, especially for Americans, but also Canadians and a lot of people who, you know, even maybe people in, in Europe, because there are d direct flights actually from kind of the west of Europe directly to uh, Cancun, Mexico. It hits all, all the checkpoints. You know, it's out of the U.S., so we can qualify for things like the foreign earned earn income exchange, which one of our um, uh, one of our speakers uh, spoke about last year in Vegas. And, you know, you're out of the U.S., your, your cost of living are lower, your tax burden is lower, and it's a, you know, beautiful, you know, tropical place. It's, you know, it's warm. Uh, people are friendly, the cost of living is much lower, the food is so good, and it hits all the checkpoints while being in the same time zone or close to the same time zone as being back in the U.S. You know, it's also a very short flight from pretty much anywhere in the U.S., but even from Canada and Western Europe, you know, you can get a direct flight. Cancun itself has the big conference center, has a new Selena uh, co-living, co-working space, which we're partnering with. And they are a 500-room hotel, so we can have a big event there. They, they have really great rooms from, you know, nice uh, apartment-style rooms if you want to bring your whole family. But they also have dorms, so you can share a room with other people coming to the conference. Or just book it, because most people that weekend are going to be coming to the conference anyways. So you can book an 8- or 12-person dorm and just pay, you know, a very a little a small amount of money so anybody can afford to come. And that's why Cancun is so good. It's also right next to Playa del Carmen. You know, it's a short bus ride from Playa del Carmen, which is a up-and-coming nomad hotspot, which is you know right on the beach, but also has great scuba diving, has you know great food. It's just a fun place to be, and a lot of us, including myself, have been wanting to have the excuse to move to Playa del Carmen for a few months, you know, to visit this part of the world, but we didn't want to do it alone. And I think a lot of people coming to the Nomad Summit are going to be staying in Playa del Carmen afterwards. So it's a perfect location for it. So what can attendees expect to learn or what can they expect in general of a Nomad Summit event? 
So as far as what you'll learn at this conference itself, we really tried to put together, and every single year we try to put together a very varied mix of speakers who have a couple of things in common. They are successful in their own field. A lot of people are making six figures over $100,000 a year or working for these million dollar big remote companies. And that's the second part of it is it has to be remote. It has to be a, a job or career or business that you can run from anywhere in the world. And some of them that we're having you know speak choose to base themselves in Mexico, even though they're not originally from there. Or you know they're from Europe or the US and they can come to Mexico for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, four months even, whenever they feel like it because we are location independent. So this year we have a couple you know, big names, uh, but really it's the people that we found and curated that you may have never heard of that might teach you the most because these are people that are so busy running their own six-figure businesses, they don't always have time to be able to, to share this info. So we're very happy to be able to have them come uh, do their actual you know, keynote talks, as well as have a Q&A. And this is when you can really ask each and every one of the speakers exactly what you want to know and what's on your mind. So it's almost getting you know one-on-one -on -one personal help in, in this big group after each talk. For people who can't make it to Mexico this year, where can they expect to find Nomad Summit in 2020? And if you guys can't make it to uh, Mexico this October, I'd love to see you at the main mega event, Nomad Summit 2020. It's going to be the weekend of January 18th in Chiang Mai, Thailand, and it's going to be a huge event. Make sure you know you either get your tickets right away for the Cancun event before prices go up, uh, but also put your you know name on the waiting list. You know, set up for our email at nomadsummit.com. Also, RCVP on the Facebook uh, pay, uh, event page for a shot at early bird discount tickets for the Nomad Summit 2020 in January. And that's it. I would love to see you all there. I'm really excited. I'm actually in Prague now, flying to the US, flying to Mexico soon, uh, all while working online from, you know, work, you know learning from these big bosses. So I uh, hope to see you at the Nomad Summit. Kristen, uh, thank you so much for having me and I'll see you there. Bye-bye. In today's top story, Two significant problems facing society today are affordable housing and mental health. The ever-increasing price of real estate, especially in urban areas, coupled with a high-stress lifestyle and a lot of time spent on devices, is leaving people in quite a predicament. It's also no secret that people are being priced out of areas that they've lived in for a very long time. While housing prices in tech hubs like Silicon Valley are through the roof. One possible solution that merits more attention, however, is co-living. Despite co-working being a mainstream concept these days, as we saw on last week's episode about WeWork's pending IPO, there is still very limited data on the size, scope, and impact of the co-living industry. However, some of us are trying to change that. One such startup in particular is dedicated to creating an infrastructure and foundation for this industry while sharing their data and insights along the way. Christine McDaniel is a recent Techstars Amsterdam graduate and the founder of Kindred.io, a co-living management system and booking platform. 
The company published their quarter three co-living insights report on LinkedIn last week to quite a bit of fanfare. The report includes data and key indicators on market segmentation, average co-living stay, booking capacity, real estate acquisition, marketing spend, and more. McDaniel adds that Kindred is a technology firm, not a research firm. However, they are committed to sharing their data and growth stats in order to help propel the industry forward. To read the full report, check out the link in this video's description below, and you can also catch my recent conversation with Christine in both podcast and video format on my other show, Badass Digital Nomads, where we sat down recently to discuss our predictions on how co-living will affect housing and the workplace in the future. Yeah, tell, um, tell us about what you think are some of the benefits of living in a house like this, like financial benefits, time benefits, and then also the intangible like connections that you can have with people. Yes, I call it like the three C's and it's in this order typically, it's cost. So a lot of these people wanna live in like great, amazing cities around the world. Um, Amsterdam probably being one of them, you know, obviously, you know, LA, San Francisco, New York. Um, so cost is the first C, so they're like the three C's. Cost, um, community, so just being mm -hmm. plugged into a city you don't know anybody. But if you're moving in with like-minded people, you're gonna meet their friends and their friends and build, the, it's like an immediate network of friends. Yeah. Uh, cost, community, and then convenience. So paying one fee and not having to put utilities in your name and not having to buy furniture, you know, not. Yeah. So it's this convenience factor. And co-living really encompasses all three of those really well. And finally, if all this talk about travel is giving you a little bit of wanderlust, don't fear. Just check out my newest travel video on living and working in Buenos Aires, Argentina as a foreigner or expat. The video is packed with information about the food, housing, internet speeds, co-working scene, digital nomad community, and cost of living in South America's second largest city. It's up now on youtube.com slash traveling with Kristen. That's all we have for this week's show. Which story did you find most useful or interesting? Let us know in the comments. And remember to subscribe and share this episode with all your tech and travel savvy friends. We're here every week, twice a week on youtube.com slash digital nomad. And if you have a news tip, feel free to send it over to me at hello at travelingwithkristin.com. Ciao for now and we'll see you soon. Oh, I should have pointed.